This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bet. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. And we're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head over to BetterFantasy.com, S-G-P-N. That's BetterFantasy.com slash S-G-P-N. And we're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And, of course, don't forget to go download the SGPN app, your home, for all of our free picks and podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the TOC preview. It's your boy, Boston Capper, and the god of golf himself, Steve Shermer, making a ton of noise on the intro. What's up, Steve? <laughs> Did you guys hear that? My apologies. I had to uh, shift a couple things around. So, all right, I, I am doing great. Golf is back. It is. And- and it's one of my favorite events of the year. We'll get to reasons why in a little bit. But uh, first, I figure I should give a little health update. Um, did not have COVID. It was apparently just a cold that I got just going to a cesspool known as Lincoln Financial Field. But hey, you know what? Hey, you know, dodged it. That's a win, baby. Feeling great. Out of quarantine. I got the news right on New Year's Eve so that I could come out and, you know, have a couple drinks with the wife and celebrate. So, yeah, it was, nice. uh, it was a very good time. You know, nice way to end 2021 and round into 2022. You know, COVID free. So. Yes, COVID free is always good. Well, you know, it did not end well. Uh, well, you know, there's one more week of football is, uh, you know. Be a Giants fan, but before uh, I get to a little uh, rant, I think we should talk to you. It's been a month since we yeah. talk, got a little Patriots update from you. Uh, we'll keep it short. Why don't we put three minutes on the clock? Crit, or Boston Capper, <laughs> uh, why don't you give us a little say of the Patriots? Uh, go. I mean, whatever. I mean, uh, I'm happy we're a playoff team. Uh, I was definitely feeling uh, feeling myself uh, when we were rolling there. I really thought we would came out of that stretch with Indy Buffalo and Jacksonville two and one. We came out one and two. So whatever, we're a playoff team. We'll see what happens. I mean, the Jacksonville game. What the fuck does that mean? Laying fifty burger. I mean, who cares? I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. We'll see, man. I mean, we had we got a good defense. We can run the ball. So hopefully, we can make some noise in the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, look, man. Uh, after last year, I'm fine. We're building the right way. I feel like we got the right quarterback. I can't complain. Like, let's go. Let's go. That's, That's way less than three minutes. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just, I'm happy. I'm not ecstatic. I don't expect a whole lot. I, I did get up and I was really excited when we were the number one seed. And I was like, okay, here we go. And then, yeah, you know, he came out and had that rookie game against Indy. And really, if fucking Stonehands uh, Myers uh, doesn't drop that fucking beautiful throw and then we get the pump block that's a whole different game the whole script goes a different way so it's one of those what ifs so you go back to and the buffalo game whatever they were mad they came out and they pushed us around they deserve that win um you know i thought uh, josh allen was gonna end up josh allen but he ended up not he tried but uh we didn't capitalize on it so yeah it is what it is we'll see what the matchups are um i'd like to get out of the first round at least and uh that's about it man. Well, I think right now you guys are slated to take on Buffalo if it holds to this. So uh, I, I think thought, you're going to have a little more passion. I thought it was Cincinnati. 
No, it's right now you're the five seed, Buffalo's four seed. I think if Cincinnati loses because they got nothing to play for next week, it might bump down to Cincy and uh, yeah. New England. Yeah. So I'll get excited. I'll get excited to play off week, but now it's like, okay, whatever. Like we have our we're locked in. We play Miami next week. I don't really give a shit about Miami. Like, whatever. Like we we always we never do well down there in December. And we don't have anything to play for. Miami's eliminated now, I think. So fucking who cares? Okay. Two weeks, man. Two weeks. I'm, right. I'm really excited about golf, if I'm being honest. Like, I'm, right. re- I'm ready to fuck golf. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Why don't I get to a little more impassioned speech about uh, the state of my team? So, uh, as you guys all know, I am a struggling Giants fan. And, you know, every time I think it can't get any worse, it gets worse. Like, I, th- I thought just seeing rock bottom was Jake Fromm sh- passing for 25 yards at Lincoln Financial Field right in my grill. I don't know what the hell I expected out of him. But then we have negative 10 net yards against the Chicago Bears and literally first play of the game. Bring out the clowns. You know, Glennon just doesn't even see a free passer or rusher coming to his right. Nate Solar just doesn't even see him. I mean, why are we going empty first play of the game with Mike Glennon, like trying to make things happen? He's blown up, fumble, you know, return down to the two. Dave Montgomery scores. Touchdown, 7 nothing Bears after about 15 seconds. I think that's a record, at least for me. You Pretty know. good. Yeah, pretty good. So, but what I really want to talk about is uh, the insane press conference by Fredo Judge Leon uh, last night. And, Nuts. you know, you know, I mean, it's it's weird because you think that a guy who has job security, which it sounds like he does, would go on an insane 11 minute tirade about nothing. But no, I just it just I was watching the thing. It just he's so full of shit. Nothing he says is real. It sounds like just everything. It just sounds like every buzzword that like it's it's almost like he looked at like motivational speeches from coaches and just grabbed all their those buzzwords. Like maybe he watched Miracle a couple times. You know, he watched Herb Brooks again. And then then that's just like how he talks. But he doesn't actually know how to coach like how this guy actually parlayed and fell upwards. You know, you know, going through what I think he was at Alabama for a little bit. Name is a Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Just it just it's unbelievable. And he's a fucking liar, too. Mm-hmm. The thing that caught my ear the most in that little speech is when he was talking about in 2018 when he thought he was getting fired. Well, that was when the Patriots were seven and two and they were rolling. And you really think you're getting fired? Well, maybe he was going to get fired because I don't know. I mean, I'd ask my co-host since the special teams were terrible back in 2018, but he can't even remember what happened six months ago. So listen, man, that's not very nice. 20. So hold on. Let's think about that. 2018 was 2018 when we should have had the number one seed. And we did that fucking pooch kick against Philly. If that was 2018, possibly our our special teams did suck that year. Possibly. It was a 2019 Super Bowl. No, you guys won that year. It was the Rams. No, 2018. No, so the 2018. 2018, 20. Yeah. Hit math halfway through 2018 season, which would be 2019 when you beat the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, okay. yeah, so yeah. Was a year before yeah, so congratulations. He referenced a year he was scared for his job, the year they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Joe. You don't, you, don't believe, mean, you don't believe he had people calling him up saying, oh, man, I'm getting paid more money at a better team, but I really wish I was still there with you, Joe. Listen, you know, not to get political, there's a former president who used to do that stuff. You should never go to that full president, okay? That's right. Don't, never, don't do that. Never, never. Now you look. Regardless, this is a disaster with this organization. I don't really know what to do. I actually listen to the podcast who they're mostly fanboys, and I get mad usually listening to it, but now they're actually coming to my side and realizing that everything is terrible. And they were complaining about how we do everything half measured where we get rid of the GM, but we keep the coach or we get rid of the coach, keep the GM. 
like we don't ever just clean house and it's frustrating because we do the same thing again we're probably gonna keep joe judge we're gonna get a new gm but we're not gonna get any new scouts we're not just gonna blow everything up it's gonna be the same shit over and over and i remember nagels when we were on the draft you know pot or uh, show back in april so we gotta get gettleman out of the building no nagels we gotta get everybody out of the building well it's not just Dave gettleman it's not gonna stop as soon as he's out because Chris Mara, John's idiot brother, is a head of scouting and talent, you know, personnel there. It's not going to fucking change. So, Nothing is going to change. So Jeff, so Jeff texted me. Uh, he's like, "You scoffed at me when I said the Jets were in a better position than the Giants. You scoffed," and I was like, "I apologize. Uh, They're totally. I, in I was wrong. Oh yeah, I was 100 percent wrong. Yeah, they have a better coach. Yeah. They at least have some like." Upside. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd rather be a Jacksonville fan right now. I know they're a disaster, but Dude, Lawrence is Lawrence is not a franchise QB. Yeah, but you know what? You can at least make the excuse that he was ruined by Urban Meyer. Maybe what, for ten weeks? No, no way. Dude, I don't give a shit. Ten weeks is not enough. Okay, but what did the Giants have to look forward to? Yes, I'm listening. You're exactly. Fair. That's that's my that is my point. I'm not saying I'm not arguing for Trevor Lawrence being a franchise guy. I'm arguing for the fact that there's absolutely nothing for me to grab onto right now. There's no what Andrew Thomas. Like, listen, I think he's a good left tackle. I think everybody thinks he's the messiah. He's a good left tackle. I would say he's above average. He's not this elite top five guy. Okay, we have Xavier McKinney who's been, okay, he's been pretty good. Everything else, though, sucks about this team. There's nothing to like about him. So, yeah, that's not my great. Not great, Bob. All right, why don't we take a break, and then we'll get me happier talking about golf. Yeah, let's let's get Steve back into his happy place and me into an excited place instead of just kind of done with it. I think that's, you know what it is, too? It's the extra week of football. It really is. The next week, I'm like, all right. It, like, it, it should be playoff time. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, and now I got a week 18 game that's pretty much meaningless. There's like two spots up for grabs, if that. And like all the lines are wacky. So, yeah. I think they're also doing Monday night playoff game. I don't know how I feel about that. It's almost just getting me all in one weekend. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, look, I, I'll complain about it now, but like, I'll be excited to watch it on Monday. Yeah, like <laughs> I, it'll be great. But like, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of logistics that I heard about. Like, what do they do if like the scene all gets all messed up and then Price they have to play Saturday? Yeah, yeah. That might be a mess. Maybe, maybe the NFL. Well, I mean, they the NFL can fuck up a wet dream. Yeah. So it's it's just it's more revenue for them. They don't care if somebody has to play Monday, Saturday. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, listen. Uh, speaking of betting on these playoffs coming up and the tournament of champions, you guys got to get over to WinBet because if you guys are ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, and we're bringing you the excitement of the Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. So get in on all your favorite teams, players and sports win bet also has some brand new bonuses you bet five bucks to win four hundred dollars in free bets oh and uh if that's not enough you can bet 20 bucks uh in the build your own bet feature that sean is always putting out on uh, on twitter and you can earn a chance to win a life in a, a once in a lifetime experience for the big game you and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse. Two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. Dude, $5,000 travel credit is pretty goddamn good. You're flying first class. Plus, you get to party with Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a pretty good, pretty good promo. So great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. If you're ready to play, which you should be, go sign up today and receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com. Is Shaq a top five celebrity to party with? I feel like he would be. I don't. I don't. I don't think so, actually. I he was, he was a sheriff. He's a sheriff. How Whatever. fun is he? To, how fun is he to? How fun? How fun is it to party with a cop? 
I mean, they probably can get down when they're off. Off duty. All right, All right fine. Whatever. Let's get this. Why don't we talk about happier things? And then listen, it's not like just like cops. Hold on. I go see you. Very negative podcast. No, no, listen. It's not like just like cops. My father was a cop, okay? I just, I listen. I'm t- you talk about top five celebrities you want to go like party with in Vegas? Like, I don't know. Okay. I, mean, Jack I gotta would be feel, fun. I like, gotta feel stories like, would be great. And, like, I gotta feel like Shaq's like sheriff status is, is mostly ego. But once okay, you get throw the, put the badge away and put it in the closet, I bet he's pretty fun to party with. I mean, he'd be hilarious to talk to. For yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, it's fun. All right, let's talk about happier things. Okay. Let's finally talk about golf. Golf. Tournament champions. So before we get into the nuts and bolts of this thing, I mean, I, I think we say this, well, we've only done one tournament <laughs> championship. But I say this in my article every every year. This is one of my favorite tournaments to watch. It's 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 joy. Like, I was actually thinking about this. Is it like... Because I think everybody feels this way. Is it so like underrated? It's now overrated, but I don't think so. I don't think so. No, it's just it, every time I put this on, every time it comes, you know, in January to watch this thing, I just it's just a joy. So I guess you know, what's your favorite things about this tournament? You know, prime prime time, <laughs> prime time that's, golf. That's big plus. Hawaii, and it's always it's and it's always like the start. Like I just get excited because all right, here we go. It's back. Like it's back. Always a good field, always a good tournament, picturesque. Like, there's almost nothing to complain about. I'm sure I complain about the coverage, but other than that, there's nothing to complain about with this. I mean, you're probably going to roll your eyes at this, but uh, another kind of niche sport has something similar to this. Well, they did before they ruined it. It's like how in NASCAR, like, there's something called the Bush Clash. It's basically just a 20 person shootout for a bunch of money around Daytona, which is oh, the best track to basically. Yeah, it's, I mean, Daytona's great. There's big racks, you know, there's passing, it's great. It's it, this is basically kind of the same thing for golf. We get a star-studded field on a really fun golf course to watch. Really pretty. You're right. It's Hawaii, and I, I mean it's primetime golf too. I mean I think that Saturday night third round coverage when it goes to like ten ten thirty, it's just the best. So here's the thing: I'm going to be down in Tampa at the Bruins Lightning game. Puck drops. We, at seven. we we don't do a hockey podcast, sir. I'm just saying. Puck drops at seven, so I'll, I'll depending on how the game goes. But we're going to the casino after, so I'll, I'll probably watch it there. All right, fine. Just, I don't know, DVR and watch it at like three in the morning. <laughs> I will. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, like, besides that, I mean, it's a beautiful golf course. I think, like, the Pro Tracer experience off the tee is my favorite television, like, like, not moment, but, like, it's it just like, like, anytime they're playing towards the bet, like, the, you know, Molokai yeah. down the hill and they have the Pro Tracer off the tee, it's just, it's great. And then, like, I don't even care if they go to commercial. They're playing that ukulele music. It just—it's so soothing. <laughs> so like, soothing and like, all right, fine, fine. Take me to commercial. I don't care. Like, there's a nice, beautiful whale like swimming through the ocean right now. So, it's cool. So, and plus, it's Mark Rolfing Super Bowl. I always love when he gives Hawaii facts and just flexes nuts about how much he knows about this place. So, <laughs> all right. So, while we get to the field, so I always like doing this with you. I always like testing your memory. I kind of made reference to it earlier. You don't really know what happened six months ago, but. Uh, and I did something if, similar. If, to you, this. if people jar my memory, then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. Then, okay. then it'll remember. All right. So we're going to play the game. How did they get into the Century Tournament champions? I know. You roll your eyes. All right. Let's start with an easy one and a fun one. Patrick Cantley, how did he get into this field? Uh, the one the one where he beat fucking uh, Rom because of the stupid COVID. Well, the real answer, he only won once because <laughs> he beat Patrick uh, Bryson Shambo at the BMW. Wait, what about what about? When he I know I'm, it's a joke because oh, you don't yeah. count. You never got the memorial. No, I don't count it. But and he didn't actually win the tour championship. Rahm and Kevin now won the tour championship. So, all right, Xander Shoffley, how did he get into this? The thing? Olympics. Yeah, that's bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> that is that's bullshit. 
I mean, I, I love Xander, but whatever. I mean, so I can't call bullshit when they let every everybody who made the FedEx Cup playoffs last year in 125. Or whatever. I know that was BS too, but that was because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? It would have been like a 20 man field. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, whatever. I can't I can't be fine with that and then be like, hey, the guy won the gold medal. Don't let him in. So whatever. You know me. Like I'll I'll, I'll pick a fight about Xander, but I think I mean if, I, I mean if let, I mean if they're letting Xander into this thing, they should have let DJ in because he won the bone saw. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you almost chucked out your drink there, huh? Yes, yes. I was. I was didn't expect that singer. I didn't expect it. Though. It's kind of weird the DJ's not here. It is weird. Yeah, I know. Put, what year was it where he just fucking dominated? Was it uh, 2019. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a, I, in my article. I had a video of uh, that drive. What Brandon Chambly said: the best drive ever. I mean, I mean, that's literally, fine. it's that's, that's fine. 50 yards and two it's, inches. It's the person that that I, makes people in my eyes. I don't mind Randall. I'm I kind of miss him. I'm gonna look forward to seeing him. Oh, dude, you're lucky you're off Twitter from all his bullshit on Twitter. Well, maybe that's why I like him. So much. I, I I don't follow him. I thought I have a mute, but somehow he's always on my fucking timeline. It's maddening. It's coming for you. All right, Brooks Kapka, what do you want to get in here? Uh, fuck, I don't remember. Phoenix. Phoenix. See, I was going to say that, but I was like, wait, he didn't I mean, win. We lied that on 18 1. I was like, that's right. No one yeah. wants to win. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to bet this. Some. Nope. All right. Abe Answer. Abe Answer. How do you get in? One of the shitty false wing ones, right? Oh. Which one? Big one. It was a big one. WGC Swap Ass. Oh, yeah. Fucking. Yeah. He, he got crowned. Although he beat, he beat Hideki and Sam. Was that, was that Nashville? Uh, Memphis. Yeah, close enough. No, he beat Hideki and Sam Birds in a playoff, though. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, Cam Smith, how do you get in this thing? I don't. I, don't, I, I see, You know, I don't remember shit. This is bullshit too. They get both guys who oh, deserve the with the team. With the team, with yeah. Leishman, so Cam yeah. Smith and Leishman got in. Is that really how they got? That's funny. Yeah, I guess it makes sense because Leishman didn't win other than that. Yeah. Got it. Tom. All right, Cam Davis, how do you get in? I don't remember. Uh, Rocket Moore's classic. He won Detroit. Yeah, that was the one where Rocky Neiman did make a bogey oh. for the entire tournament, and they bogeyed the first one. That's that's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 that's too bad that it's not Neiman in this field because it's already a really strong field. Neiman would have added to it. All right, last one. EVR, what did he win during this thing? I forgot he even won something. That was a shitty fall one, right? It wasn't a shitty fall one. It was a shitty someone. The Barracuda. The Barracuda, yeah. Which yeah. isn't even a stroke play event. So, that's, that's why we said he was the easiest one to call out of the whatever the fuck, the top 75 or whatever that we did the other night. Right, but I mean... I may remember this earlier. This is a really strong field. 16 of the top 20 golfers in the world are here. This is the strongest century tournament championship I think I remember. And I think because a lot of guys used to skip this thing. The only one who's skipping is Rory. He Rory. said he was tired. He's going to be there. I think he's going to Farmers. That's where we're going to see him. But I think these guys figured out that, hey, it's a vacation to a beautiful golf course. Yeah, and a beautiful paycheck. Yeah, they're basically paying for my vacation. Why don't I just go there? I think Justin Rose said that a couple of years ago. They're like, he said, I always skip this thing. But it's in Hawaii. Why would I ever not go to this? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just take advantage. Of it. I, I think last place gets like thirty k to show up and just hang out in Kapalua all week. Yeah, it's pretty fine. So, all right. Why don't we take our break and then uh, we'll talk about the uh, the golf course. All right. Well, listen, Prop Swap is America's marketplace to buy and sell bets. Uh, the NFL playoffs and college football championship are just around the corner, and Prop Swap has the best odds on all your football futures. See a ticket you like. But think the price is too high? Submit a bet for a price you think is fair and then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying from 
betters, other betters just like yourself. Uh, use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to 500 bucks. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for a sale, and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. This week, Derek from Colorado purchased the Georgia College Football Championship ticket on PropSwap at odds of minus 120, a huge discount compared to the sports books who currently have the Bulldogs at minus 150. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. This is not going to matter for any of the listeners, but uh, everyone in the ESPN panel just took the Steelers, so I think you should slam the Browns' money line. Even on Ben Roethlisberger night. Yeah, I mean, so here's the deal. I mean, it was funny because I so I have Pitt at plus three and a half because I grabbed it before before Sunday. Okay, it was Big Ben's last game. But yeah, dude, yeah. the line the line was like minus three when I last looked. I was like, oh, nice, nice value, I guess. But that, I mean, the panel of death comes through about ninety percent of the time. So awesome. Yeah, it came through. I think Saturday night in the uh, NFL Network game, Network game. I forget who it was, but uh, yeah, it definitely went badly for them. All right. Let's talk about uh, Kapalua. So, uh, first, I'll just ask you, who won last year? Fucking Harris English. Yeah, who would he be in a playoff? Fuck. I don't remember. Bucky Neiman. That was the one where... Oh, yeah, when he didn't take any... Uh, when, he, when he was just, yeah, just hanging out eating ice cream. Yeah, it was Sergio, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, he, lo- he probably lost the first playoff hole. I think, he, I think he hit one in the jaw, too. It was. It was the first platform. That wasn't great. But that, that was a good uh, interview with Goober afterwards because that was actually his first win in, like, seven Forever. years. Forever. Yeah, and how he the cried. Did he like, how did he get into the tournament championship? So he made the Fags Cup playoffs. That was actually oh, the that's good, right. That's right. Yeah. That's that right. was the good thing about that because, I mean, like, that was somebody who almost lost their card. He was, like, he was on sponsored exemptions in the fall of 2020. Mm. And then COVID hit, and then he picked right back up. He made Tour Championship, and then he ended up winning. So yeah. and he won again last year. And, yeah. uh, and then Karen, the has, Karen has ruined his career by complaining about his fucking putter grip. Yeah, I, they did. The people in fucking golf, like who call in watching a broadcast to snitch on a golfer, are the worst people on the planet. They well, I don't know about the worst on the planet. Okay, the worst sports fans on the planet. How's that? Oh. Bro, they're the worst. All right, they're worse than Tiger fans. Yes, way worse than Tiger fans. <laughs> Just by a smidge. Right, let's talk about Kapalua. So the plantation course at Kapalua was designed by Ben Crenshaw and Bill Core in 1991. Uh, it's hosted the tournament champion since 1999. I think the record uh, scoring here is like minus 31 by Ernie Els. Jesus Christ. Oh, he's won ripped. that thing a bunch, hasn't he? I think he's won a couple times. Stricker too, right? Yeah, Circus won this. I mean, we'll get to the winner. It's a whole bunch of hodgepodge of different types of guys who've won here, and that's kind of the beauty of this place. So, um, I mean, amateurs and pros rave about this place just because it's got really wide fairways, but you got breathtaking views of Molokai Island and the bay. You know, it's you know, it's a lot of uphill shots, downhill shots. It just it's a great place to play. Uh, but it can also be a challenge if the winds are up because uh, you know the east northeast winds and how this course is designed. And I'll tell you about it a little bit. You know, it can really, you know, affect how this plays. So the round kicks off on the first hole. It's a 520-yard par four. Uh, that's the one thing about this place. Like, you'll see these scorecard drivers be like, oh, like a 550-yard par four. But with the elevation changes the way, it doesn't matter. Like, that's right. why, like, like if you're someone who uses, like, par four scoring, like, 450, 500, it's not going to be jacked this week just because it doesn't play like that. 
you'd have to adjust for the wind and the elevation regardless. So, you know, that's a really good opening hole. You're playing down towards the bay. Um, you know, you're probably going to hit less than driver. Driver's definitely overkill in this hole. And then you got like a 180 yard shot into uh, a green that extends right to the ocean. Then they round up back up the hill. Um, they play that par five, which is uphill, but it's got like um, the green is near like a ravine and a canyon. It's a short par five, but it's it's a cool approach shot, and you can you know blow yourself up a little bit there. Uh, it's got a centerline bunker too, and I always love centerline bunkers. It kind of makes drives guys nuts. Uh, then the golf course goes back down the hill to nine, and then it starts to get really interesting back on the back nine. It plays around in a little loop. Uh, you got the 11th hole, which is a downhill, like 180 yard um, par three. That guys always seem like they go long into the junk there. They just can't. They just can't help figure themselves. it out. Yeah. Yep. And then you have two holes back to back. One is a relatively easy birdie hole. It's like 450 yards, but it's downhill. You usually got the wind to your back. That's the one that Justin Johnson hits about the two inches. Mm-hmm. But then you go right back up the 13th. If the wind is howling, you're probably right. not going to hit it more than like 240, 250. So you're like the bonkers are like 250. You're going to barely make those. That's a really long approach. That's actually one of the harder holes of the PJ Tour. Uh, and then it goes back uphill. And then maybe my not the best stretch of holes in golf, but maybe my favorite two closing holes is 17 really? and 18. Just because like you are at on 17, you're all the way at the top of the hill. You see yeah. Molokai. It's that 540 yard par four down the hill. And then you got to hit it over the ravine to a green. And then the 18th is like the 650 yard par five that bends left or right to left. And then, you know, usually you see like guys, I mean, it's interesting how to play it. You can either shorten the hole by hitting it down the left side, but you don't get the speed slot. Mm-hmm. But you get a shorter approach out to the green, or you hit it down the right side, hopefully hit the speed slot, and then you kind of bend it around to kind of run the ball to the hole. So, and they, when they usually put the pin on the right side, you got a, a runoff area to the right, you got junk in front. It's it's a good closing hole. Yeah, it's okay. it's good. Yeah, and it's good to see them. That's the hole they use for the playoff. Like I re- remember the Travelers, they just played the 18th over and over, and all they could do God, is it was like five fucking times, dude. Right. But this that, one, this, yeah, but the eight. Oh. It, but they play 18 over and over at this one. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah, it's variance. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a par five, so you can hit birdies or eagles. Uh, you got junk to the left. You know, you got a grandstand to the right. Like, there's a lot of ways you can actually score or get in trouble. Yeah. So, and plus, you're, it's right at the top of the hill, and you're looking right down to you know, Hawaiian Islands. So, yeah, I love it. Uh, do you have a favorite hole on the golf course? I mean, I kind of just went over all of them. but Yeah, I, I like 17. I like 17 yeah. a lot. And I like I like one a lot. Um yeah. 18, I guess I never really thought about the way you just described it. I was like, oh, that is kind of a like a, a nasty hole for a fucking playoff. Yeah. Like you can screw that hole up in multiple ways. I love holes you can screw up multiple ways. Yeah. Because I think, like you said, like like you said, the travelers or whatever it was where they fucking all, all they they there was no trouble. All they did is if they got into trouble, they were able to chip out of it because it was you were either a little long left and up on the hill and you could chip it down. Like I don't know. Like I I, I never thought of it like that. So yeah. yeah. No, it's a, it's a good playoff hole, and, and you're right. I think JT a couple of years ago he had a one shot lead, and he got in tr- or maybe he was tied for the lead, but he hit it into the junk on his approach shot in 18. I think he ended up getting up and down for par to get mm-hmm. the playoff still. But yeah, like you can either make birdie, you can make bogey, and then in that playoff too, Xander made the green in two, but he three putted. So like, there's a lot of things that can go right on the hole. A lot of things can go wrong on the hole. It's it's a solid playoff hole. I, yeah. I love it. So yeah. all right, cool. um, I like that. So a couple other notes this place. So it plays as long as 7,600 yards. Depending on the wind and the setup, it'll play a little shorter or longer. Um, the, it's a par 73, but there's only four par fives, and there's uh, three par threes. 
Uh, I don't have Corona, so I made, I made sure I did the math right. Yeah, the par threes are the second hole, eighth hole, and then the uh, the eleventh hole. I don't know if but, I don't know if I've ever noticed that before. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, and I mean that's why it's so like like everybody goes really deep under par there. But another reason guys go really deep under par is like it's a it's wide fairways. Yeah. A couple of years ago when they renovated the greens, the greens played pretty firm and it was windy. Actually, that's why the scorings are down. But last year, just you got a year of foot traffic, the greens softened up and it was dead calm conditions. Um, you know, and actually just now that I'm talking about dead calm conditions, it reminds me that uh, Patrick, remember Patrick Hanley? This is the uh, infamous Pampered Fox uh, yes. hot mic. Mm-hmm. That was yep. here. So, well, these guys were definitely not Pampered Fox last year because it was calm conditions. 75 every day, and that's the exact same weather forecast we're going to see this year. Yep. 75, no wind. They are going to eat this place up. It, um, 10 guys last year finished minus 20 or better. Probably going to be about the same this year. Maybe more because this is a I was going to say probably more. Yeah. So, you know, we'll get to a betting strategies in a little bit after we take a break, but um, it's not going to be an easy one to handicap because everybody's going low. Yeah, everybody's going to be good. So listen, uh, I know uh, fantasy football is coming to an end, but Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app, and it is fun to use. So one of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. Uh, so if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, Florida, looking at you, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Plus, they just added a cool bonus if you can get your entire league to join better fantasy they'll give the league a hundred dollar 150 dollar gift card to get a sick ass trophy from trophysmack.com. totally free to download and so go download it today on the iphone and android and you can check them out at betterfantasy.com slash sgpn that's b-e-t-t-o-r fantasy.com slash s-g-p-n all right so betting strategy so i we talked about this a little bit earlier that yep. You know, because it's really wide fairways, kind of softer greens, there's elevation changes, uh, you know, shorter hitters get a lot of rollout onto their ball. You know, there's it basically creates a lot of parity at this place. So here's here's some of the recent winners. And we'll talk about them like from a skill set standpoint. So Harris English is one here last year. Justin Thomas is a two-time winner. Um, Dustin Johnson's two-time winner. Jordan Spieth is one here. Patrick Reed's one here. Zach Johnson's one here. Xander Shoffley's one here. So I mean, go over all of them. Um, you know, Dustin Johnson is known for mostly his power. Uh, Justin Thomas is like a ball striker. You know, Jordan Speed, Patrick Reed, known for like scrambling and putting. Yep. Yeah. Zach Johnson's just really accurate, but he's a good iron player. Harris English kind of back last year was doing a little bit of everything well. Same thing with Xander Shoffley. And if you look at, you know, the relative skill set chart on data golf, which I always refer to, basically it shows that, yeah, like there's a lot of really you need a lot of elite, not necessarily a lot of elite skill sets to do well here, but it allows for all golfers of all walks of life to do well here. So that's a challenge of handicapping this place. And there are challenges in the fact that these guys are coming in ice cold. Um, for most of these guys, this will be their first tournament since the Hero, which had no source gain data. So there's nothing referred to there. If you want to go back even further, probably you're only looking at CJ Cup. So that was more than three months ago. So if any, if you are someone who relies on stats, say like, oh, well, he's gained like a stroke and a half per round over his last 50 rounds. That's old data. It might not mean anything. So this is a tournament where you're going to need to know these guys like Boston yep. Capper. Yep. This is a tournament for you. 
You know these guys. You know the golf course. You know how it's set up. You know, generally speaking, what works here. And you kind of vision in your head who's holding that, like, weird, like, blue whale trophy at the end. (laughs) I like that trophy. Yeah, I I think it's a good trophy. This is a good tournament. Everything about this thing is good. I like the – I. so, like, of the non, like, iconic ones, right? Like, I like the lizard one uh, that – Hovland got this year. That was fun. Oh, the Mayakoba? Yeah, that was cool. Really like that one. I like the Blue Whale. Um, what was the other weird one that I like this year? I can't remember. But those two, those two stand out. I like I like those two for fucking the off off brand trophies. But uh, the Sanderson uh, Sam Burns gets a rooster. That's that one. Oh, you don't like that one? All right, fine. All right. What's, what's the stupid plaid jacket? Yeah, you know, what the, you know what's DFL? The FedEx Cup. Right. You're right. Actually, that's the worst. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the soccer trophy looks like. I mean, the most the most ironic one is the CJ Cup, which is a plaque. Ew, that's great. It's just irony. Seriously? Yeah, it's a plaque. CJ Cup with the plaque. Sucks. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> well, it really sucks that you know it's a CJ Cup supposed to be in South Korea, and they haven't had the last like two three now. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll go back someday. Yeah, maybe. Or Tom Fosdick. Well, this is all over because. This is this is getting over again, right, Steve? Every right. I mean, I feel like every right. New Year we say the same. Fuck you know, thing. it just means that Tom Fosdick is going to get more free publicity to go to one of his golf courses. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, feel like I feel like Fazio's becoming like your nemesis for whatever reason. Like I, you get you get so disgruntled when you fucking talk about him, and you had to talk about him so much over the last fucking. Because I'm the guy who has to break down the golf courses, and every time I go to somewhere new, I'm like, oh, I know what this is going to be. It's going to be a 450 <laughs> yard par four with undulated green with some deep green side bunkers. Literally over and over and over and over and over. It's no fun to chart these places. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what I do. All right, let's get back to this place, though. So, you know, so as far as, like, how do you separate the wheat from the chaff in this thing? Well, I mean, it's Bermuda putting surfaces, so I yep. guess you can target guys who are pretty good in putting Bermuda or just hit good off of Bermuda surfaces in general, although that doesn't really explain Xander's dominance here because uh, he doesn't really typically do well in Bermuda, but I think it's more of a golf course layout why he's good here instead of just the grass type. Um, and another thing, too, is... Um, Another thing I usually put in my article is the approach shot distribution basically shows what percentage of their shots from different yards they're hitting into. It's very spread out. Like even though there's a higher concentration of really short wedges, like under 100 yards and really long approach shots, A, it might not mean a whole lot because they're hitting from elevation. B, it's very it, it's very spread out across all the tiers. Yeah. So to me that and like kind of looking like who's won here, like really good iron players have done well here. You got to have a wide variety of shots in your bag, you know, be good with hitting from a lot of different distances um, because you're hitting from the fairway a whole lot. The fairway percentage hit is usually above 80 percent. The greens of regulation is usually about 80 percent, too. So target the guys who hit it the closest to the pin and then guys are going to hit the putt. And that's usually what it's going to come down to. The wing score is probably going to be 25 under, 26 under again. Yep. and that's what I'm going to go with. Like, try and think of guys who probably can get to that level. Like, I'll, for example, uh, a guy that I was thinking about betting was Hideki Matsuyama. But then I was thinking, like, okay, like, he hasn't had a very good showing in an event where everybody's scoring. Usually his best ones have been, like, where 1,500 cars. But he's played well here. I know, but those are the ones where, like, it's, like, mid to high teens do yeah. well. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that was the problem. Yeah, I can see that. Because so, I, I wanted to use him. I'm like, all right, he's been awesome here. Yeah. It's just like, do I th- like he could hit, be like 18 under, but that might be good for like T13, mm. you know? So that that's something where I think you got to kind of look at these golfers and say, like, OK, are they actually going to get to like 22, 23, 24? 
Yeah. Like that's that's how I'm approaching this week. Like I love Hideki Matsuyama. I think like he can, but the problem is I just don't think he's got the firepower. I think he needs like firm, uh, like windy, firm, cold, like hard conditions. Yeah. yeah. Like even that Matt, like the Masters he won last year, minus ten was a winning score. The Zozo minus fifteen was a winning score. What was concession? Concession. Now I think was he like twelfth there? Did he, he have twelve? Yeah, it wasn't a top ten. You sure? And and I think it was seventeen under was the winning score. And that's another one too. Like concession was either okay. Like yeah, if you hit it really well, you can score. But like, right, but if not, you were fucked. It was beautiful. Yeah. I love that was. Yeah, like I I don't know if like if the wind was up. I think this one would I, I would probably want to do Hideki because I think the scores are going to be lower. But I mean, if, if this is like last year, that's kind of tough. So um, and then like as far as like guys who are top 10 in the field with the most uh, strokes gain historically at Capital Lewis. So Jordan Spieth leads away at 2.8. They got Xander in second. You got Sung in, but that's only four rounds. He's third. Harris Sinkers is fourth. John Rahm is fifth. Uh, JT is sixth. Colin Morikawa is seventh. Lucas Glover is eighth, but he hasn't played here in forever. So I don't even know if that's relevant, but apparently he's done really well here. Uh, Patrick Cantlay is ninth, which is surprising because you don't really know him as a Bermuda specialist. And Patrick Gray is 10th. He's kind of hit or miss this, missing this place. I think he lost in the playoff a couple years ago to JT. He also won here back in, I think, 2016, but he's got some stinker finishes here, too. So. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, so I'm done with my spiel. Um, what are you looking for this week? I mean, it's, I mean because like you said, it's wide fairways. Everybody's going to fucking wedge in. The green's a goddamn ginormous. Like, it's just about who can fucking get hot with the putter. Who's got good irons. You could say recent form, but we haven't seen any of these guys in four weeks. We don't know who's picked up a cocaine problem or a fucking alcohol problem over the last goddamn four weeks. Like, really? I mean, you're bl- you're just blindly picking for outrights at this point, like based on data that you don't even know if it's fucking true or not right now. You know, if these guys have touched the club or if they've been practicing, are they tweaking some? They changed their clubs. I know you put something in Slack that Morikawa was using a new fucking driver. That's always terrifying. You know what I mean? Like you don't know. Like you don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen. So, um, I, like I said, I'd probably go light, like for I'll probably do four outrights to start, and then I'll see what Thursday looks like, and then I'll probably fire off one or two more if my picks don't look right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we'll talk about tomorrow. My betting card's kind of safe. I like my betting card, but yeah. but I, I feel I, like anything anything longer than thirty five to one is a waste of fucking money. Well, even like I'm looking at like positional props too. Like what? Oh. Like in this strong of a field, like do I really want to pay? Like I don't know. Plus. Like 300 top 10 for like Seamus Power. Like, I like Seamus Power. Yeah, but I don't like him for the top 10 here. Yeah, he's got to be 16 of the top 20 golfers in the world here. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk, we'll talk about, we'll talk about our text earlier today. I followed you on three of them football bets. Okay. I, got, I got very similar numbers. Not as good as yours as always because yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I follow three of them football bets. So I can talk. Okay. Let, let's talk. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow will be fun. We'll go over our betting card, but uh, until then, we'll uh, keep you guys on ice. So why don't we take one more break and then uh, we got a surprise segment for Boston Capper. Man, you already broke my balls about my memory. All right, fine. Uh, all right, so last is when did sports betting become so rigid and Steve be a dick? Sports betting is meant to be social. So when I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches talking, tossing bets around in a speakeasy. So bet is taking the social social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. So bet is changing the game with their new product. So head over to sobet.io and create an account to see for yourself. They're fully functioning 
and free web application. You can access a demo of their app that will launch next fall, which I guess is this fall now because it's the new year. Uh, the app includes consensus lives from Vegas, a feed of what people are betting on, the ability to send friendly wages to anyone you know via text, QR codes, or links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app. Uh, and it is purely competitive. So next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch, go to SoBet.io, and see you can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody's on the other side to accept. So let's go back to the roots of betting uh, with SoBet. So go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And, of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app where you can find all of our picks, podcasts, and articles. Boom. All right. You missed this guy, by the way. That was uh, that was slanderous. That wasn't slanderous. You're being a dick. You know my memory is shit, and you fucking <laughs> do it all the time. As soon as you drive my memory, I remember it. You're smiling over there. You don't actually mind. Okay. All right. Let's do a surprise segment. And we always do this whenever uh, we do a Monday show. Uh, fire up DraftKings. Oh, I want you to snap pick a lineup right now. Dude, I literally have And the pricing is interesting. I was – Throwing my together a couple of lineups. Might be offloaded at this point. What? I, I, dude, I wasn't doing any football or fucking draft DraftKings. All, all, all I've been doing is regular bets. Just go to your test. I'm you got to do it. No, no, I got it now. It, it, it wasn't really offloaded because I'm sure I did one at some point. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, have your flash traps. Sorry, you were always doing those. I was. <laughs> yeah, I was, but then I went to rehab. <laughs> Basically, I was like, I am gambling a lot of this money every night. I was like multiple fucking three hundred dollar entries like on a fucking Sunday night game. Couple fucking gin and tonics deep was uh, it's not the best recipe for uh, for financial uh, financial success. Yeah, it's not good bankroll management. But no, when it hits, though, yeah, when it hits, ooh, the juices great. are good. I told you, man, it saved me a couple weekends. All right, so we'll start with Leishman at seventy five hundred. Okay. Go with Gooch at seventy six hundred. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go, Sanjay at eighty two. Let's go to. So where are you looking? Where are you looking on the board right now? So I started at the bottom to see who I like low, and I okay. scrolled up. So now I'm now I'm up to Xander at 95. That gives me two golfers with 8,600 a piece. So I could go if I go if I go Fatty Reed. Can I get? Burns. If I take Burns, what will that leave me with? Ooh, I still got 8,100. I'm going to go... Oh, Fina played like shit here last year, didn't he? I mean, Fina doesn't play well typically at this place. Yeah. Which is surprising. I think it might be the Bermuda. He never does really do does well the Bermuda. Yeah. Uh, reader answer, reader answer, reader answer. Uh, I'm going to take Abe. All right, so the lineup, okay. is, the lineup is from most expensive to least expensive. I got Xander, Burns, Sanjay, Answer, Gooch, and Leishman. So I love... I fucking I love this team. Yes, yeah, so I'm totally fine if you skip over all the 10s. This is a preview for tomorrow, but I think a lot of people are going to be on this too. But like the thing is, though... It's 39 guys. I yeah. don't care about popularity. I just want to get the right, right five ones. guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, like, if someone has huge ownership, whatever. If I think they're going to play well, I think you're going to play well. Yeah. yeah. Same, same, the, same thing the ownership, outright. 
Yeah, it's 40 guys. The ownership's going to be high for everybody. That's right. like relatively good. It doesn't matter. So, like all right. It. All right. I got yeah, nothing else. I got nothing else either, man. So, uh, listen, I guess uh, tomorrow night we'll do our DFS embedding show. Oh, man, it's been a while. Uh, it's like riding a bike, though. Um, you know, we won't forget. And a uh, nice short field. Make some fucking money. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. Uh, you find Steve uh, in the Slack channel, spitting knowledge. And uh, other than that, man, uh, it's back to breaking them fucking bookies on the new year. See you boys tomorrow. Later.